And so it is. Dear Shambra, comes to the time for questions and answers, but a few quick comments, if I may. <laughs> Indeed, the time that I have here together with you like this is coming to its conclusion. We've had remarkable times together, both in our shouds and our workshops, and also in just our personal time, you and I, you and I talking. The discussions will continue, not necessarily the shouts like we do together now, but the discussions will continue. And Indeed, I also wanted to get in as much information as I could today, while I could. So you experienced actually a multitude of shouts all together. And even though it sounded to your ears like it was being conveyed in a um, linear or systematic uh, format, it was actually all coming in together. The mind interprets it as certain words said in a certain order, conveying a certain thought. But part of what we were looking at with you is how you were actually feeling all of the information not only the four separate subjects that we talked about today, but other information woven in. So you received a multitude of shouts, reminders from yourself, about yourself, in this part of your journey. So with that, we'll begin the questions. Tobias, you're leaving, so you, will you be channeling through others? <laughs> now, as I said back when I announced my incoming or my returning. I don't make a choice to do the channeling anymore. I will be busy with, first of all, with this incarnation as Sam. And yes, indeed, I could do channeling through others, but I choose not to. I choose to work with Sam and through Sam to eventually meet many of you. I also choose to work with you on the New Earth Realms where together we'll continue the work that we started here. Obviously, we'll be talking, so to speak, but not in this way that's done now. It was also part of the original agreement with Adamus that I would, I would begin working with you. I would share many of my feelings and thoughts and also to help bring together the energy of the Shoud, my my goal here, my desire here, was to bring together this group of Shambra. When Adamus comes in, he will, as you say, but not quite so accurate, he will be leading the Crimson Council. He will be guiding from the angelic realms, uh, working with each of you. His message will be different. It will, it will take a few other twists and turns. but. I don't want to overstay my welcome. So in answer to the question, no, no, there won't be uh, continued channels from Tobias. But thank you for asking. And by the way, everything I had to say has already been contained in all of these shouts. Thank you. Tobias, um, you told me in Hawaii that I came into um, this, my family that I was born into for my mother, for the inspiration of the music. Mm -hmm. And I can still feel her so close sometimes. And I'm just so curious as what she is doing on the other side 
because she always sang songs about singing with the angels, and I, I want to know really what she's doing. Well, uh, with, after a very brief stint on the other side, she has chosen to come back to Earth, already incarnate, uh, already back here, and um, oh, is going to be, um, as you could probably suspect, uh, uh, dealing with church groups. Yes. And uh, <laughs> uh, once again, dealing with with music in a, with the type of gospel music. But um, even though she'll stay in the structure of the the churches, she's going to bring in some incredible uh, new ways and new insights, and so much of them inspired by you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, your next question: Are you going to meet her? Uh, very, very, very high potential. Yes. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, this question is indicative of a number of Chambra, and so it, it represents this person as well as others. Tobias, there is a feeling emerging from within me that my work here as Chambra is coming to an end. Lately, I've been feeling that I'm growing a bit more distant from Chambra circles and from Chambra consciousness in general by the day. This is not because of any frustration or hurt feelings or anything like that. It's just a feeling that is growing inside, and I'm just observing it and allowing it. I'm wondering if if this has anything to do with your departure as Tobias. Is this just me, or am I sensing a larger transformation or perhaps a disillusion? Of Chambra consciousness in general, what will happen as you leave? Indeed, thank you for the question and uh, your insight, so your perception. And I'm going to answer the question by not answering the question. Um, I, there, this will be contained in um, one of my last messages for for Chambra, and uh, I don't want to spoil it by going into that right now. But needless to say, the perceptions are very accurate. Hello, Tobias. Um, I think today you answered uh, when you spoke about the food. Um, let me see. I've been feeling this like water. It's as if saliva is going back into my whatever trachea or whatever the food needs to go down to. And it's, um, and even I feel it at night. Is that part of what you're describing? It's like, is my body starting to change to not accept the food in the 3D form that we have it? Built in, and I'll answer your question, but it applies to everyone. The DNA, uh, in the non-physical strands of DNA, already understand, already been, uh, how do you say, activated by yourselves to uh, to reduce the, the the dependency on the physical food now that doesn't mean you can't sit down to just enjoy a meal but this um a type of magnetic uh, dependency on physical food is changing so uh, i know the vast majority of you have already felt the your own um desires for certain foods changing and wondered what's happening Part of the conflict is when you hear on the news or in the in the media that certain foods are good and certain foods are bad, but when you look at your own body's desire, it doesn't necessarily match. And then you wonder if you're misreading yourself, uh, you know, if you're supposed to be reducing certain things or even things like the um, uh, 
cleansing diets and uh, antioxidants and all the rest of this. You go, you get mental about it and wonder if you should be doing it, but your body sometimes is actually telling you a very, very different thing. So um, it is to say, yes, your DNA, your entire uh, cellular structure is changing right now. And that's why we've said for years now, listen to your body. If it wants some um, chocolate cake for dinner, uh, give it chocolate cake for dinner. Don't make any assumptions now about how it's actually processing the nutrients, because the nutrients aren't just contained in the uh, physical food itself. Thank you. Yes, and I'm going to use this opportunity to repeat to all of Chambra and anyone else who chooses to listen. These diets, uh, there's, a, there's a thousand different diets, a million different diets, and if they truly worked, there wouldn't be all these new diets coming out every month. <laughs> it's, uh, diets are an addiction. They are a psychological and a physical addiction. So the best thing to do is listen to your body. This question was sent in by a group of Chambra, actually, and this is their question. This question comes from a number of us. Why, why does everything seem so hard right now? Our choices were clear and our lives were working. Then everything turned upside down. Money disappeared, health is going downhill, and even the everyday things in life seem to be going wrong. Yet our choices remain the same. We want to enjoy being on the planet, and it sure is a lot more enjoyable with money and health. Mm. We know we're grand creators, and yet we're frustrated because we're creating what we wanted, and now nothing seems to work. So what is it that we are missing? Is it that we don't understand how to work with the new energy? Your perspective would be much appreciated. Indeed, several things. First of all, the your old energy... Uh, life, uh, your old energy manifestations were held together with old energy glue. When you made a choice to to change, when you made a choice for different consciousness, that glue starts coming apart and uh, of course as you have already noticed, everything else does too. But how could you build your reality, uh, your new choices that you made, in, and indeed as a group they were very new choices. You weren't just choosing old abundance, you were choosing a very free-flowing, in-the-moment-without-struggle type of abundance. An abundance that was not uh, attached to the old energy ways of making money or business or any of the rest of that. So needless to say that the old structure comes tumbling down in yourself. So it, it, it would, from our standpoint, not yours, but from our standpoint, it's logical that you would lose your job, lose all of the... Uh, structures that you had before. A lot of times the health does a, com uh, does a change because when you, when you choose abundant, healthy living, you have to realize in your body are stored a lot of old energies and a lot of diseases, some of them laying dormant and some of them very active. You've given your body permission to flush itself out on the physical and the energetic level, and it does. It does. It's going through a transformation transmutation process. This is evident not just in your life, but all around the world right now. It's going through this type of thing. It's, it's difficult and challenging on the human perception of reality, but actually I'm going to invite you to look at the other side. Basically, you're looking at one side saying, geez, Tobias, this is hard. 
I want you to look at the other side of that energy, how actually it is not hard. Uh, and I know it's you're going to argue with me about it because we've argued before. <laughs> you're focused on looking at one side of the coin. Energetically walk around or walk through to look at the other side and look at the amazing things that are happening right now. The human mind screams out and says, but I asked for money, damn it, I want it. I asked for health, I want it. You're getting it. It's coming into manifestation. How can you, how can you really manifest it in, in a very, uh, in much smoother way? And again, you're going to argue with me about it, but breathing it in. It helps truly, uh, breathing is like, breathing is to your journey like uh, fire is to alchemy and tr transmutation. It changes energies. And understand, when you ask for change, you will get it. So I know it's a very short answer to a very complex and challenging question, and it's nothing that uh, in this setting that we're going to completely satisfy you with. But you're going to see that Shambhar are going to be coming out with books and helping to explain from their very personal standpoint how this works. You're also, I have to say, all of you are pioneers in this. So it's a little bit difficult pioneering a journey than it is for the next generation or the next group of uh, the, uh, the new energy beings coming up that are going to follow in your footsteps and they're going to understand some of the, the twists and turns that it takes. So I'm asking you to be patient with the process, to breathe with the process and understand your choice is manifesting. Thank you. Hi, Tobias. I'm back to tell you what's happening with Feed Denver, our urban agricultural project. Excellent. Um, and I think it might be helpful to Chambra because we can't plan how this is going. It's just going. Mm -hmm. And uh, the people in our group and myself, we learned the first thing you need to do to grow food is have good soil. Mm -hmm. So we're working on good soil, but you know that good soil also means the soil of the community you're in, the soil of the city you're in. And most of our work right now is really working with the civic structures and diving into government and finding out what what the opportunities are there. And the interesting thing is they're so pleased with this. They're so open to it. All the roadblocks one would immediately assume would be there are just falling by the wayside, mm. which is really exciting. So what I wanted to ask you is as we're feeling the energy of this project taking itself where it wants to go, we're trying to build the container to work the energy. Mm. And so I'd like to ask for suggestions and let us know if we're on, in the right direction and if we're missing anything that's probably really important. Mm. Indeed. Um, explain what you mean by container. Energetic container. Okay. You know, the not only the information and trusting that it can come from inside of us, mm -hmm. uh, but also the variety of resources, just all the resources as they're coming at us and being able to actually recognize them and utilize them. Now I'll share this with you and some of the others may not be quite so open to it, but I talked earlier today about New Earth and particularly about the importance of uh, agriculture on New Earth. Uh, and indeed, as you recognized during that show, that you were doing a lot of work there. So uh, a couple of things I'm going to encourage you to do is uh, let go of some of the old concepts of agriculture. Um, I, would, I and others would beg to differ with you that you need good soil to grow good crops. Uh, in a very crude way, yes, but energetically, no. Uh, you can grow 
very good crops in what you would call very poor soil. Uh, there are also going to be crops that um, that can be grown in water, and particularly in salt water. And these are technologies that you're participating with in the new earth. I mentioned that uh, that all of you are seed carriers, consciousness seed carriers right now. So uh, that component that you're bringing in uh, is a is a very essential element to to this group and the work that it's doing. You are already helping to deliver those seeds or to uh, these energetic seeds and to bring them here. Now let the others feel into them, um, just to breathe into them, to feel into them. What I'm going to suggest is go go beyond what you consider the normal and traditional. There's going to be some that mock you and, and tell you don't know what you're talking about and they're going to get into soil chemistry and these things. But take a clue, as you know, from uh, the people at Findhorn. Really understood that there are so many components to agriculture that are more important than the soil. It's the energy. It's also working with uh, nature elements, and that would be another important component for those who are open to it. There was a there was a whole group of uh, some of you would call them fairies or nature elementals, that are still very active and actually would love to work with you uh, in in some of the crop production. They've been shunned and turned away and over-fertilized and uh, everything else. Uh, but there there is still a large group of them here on this earth, a uh, very, very large group. They would like to work with you. Uh, they're not, uh, for reasons difficult to explain, they're not really working on the new earth because they're very connected with the physical earth. But open yourself up to talking to them. Combine that with the knowledge that you're getting on new earth. Go past some of these barriers of uh, thinking that uh, you have to have certain types of soil and certain types of um, uh, chemical components. And you'll understand how uh, new crops can be grown in in so many uh, different ways and with so many more nu- nutrients than they are right now. So I'm asking you to, um, to begin a little channeling of your own with some of these elementals. Thank you. Uh, I have a question, Jeff. And by the way, some of the group is not going to be so open to it, but oh, you've taken um, criticism before. You can take it again and <laughs> move through it. I have a question that... Jeff and Linda, not so long ago, coincidentally, were having dreams about an old agriculture connection that they had years ago from a company named Medina. Is there any coincidence in that? None at all. Uh-huh. Uh, as you do your work on New Earth and you recognize that this this uh, product, and I'll do some shameless uh, advertising for them, but it is, a, it is an intriguing product that, that came in well ahead of its time, and that perhaps was the... Uh, um, the, the disappointing part, but it is a um, the original formula. I'll have to say, the original formula, also known as Marcane water. Marcane means elemental or diva. This original formula has some of the um, very important ele- uh, energetic components, and it can be very very viable right now for any work in uh, with. Uh, crops and production, and uh, Calder and Linda can tell you later uh, more about it or how to access it, but it is in its original 
component, it is it is a very uh, new energy product. So there might be a value to contacting the Medina people. Indeed. Indeed. Great. Tobias, I finally feel like I'm getting a glimpse of the other side of the coin. Mm. And I just want to know if you have any advice for me today about my life in the now moment. And do you have any comments about my book? Thank you. I have a question back for you. Regardless of the the specifics, uh, regardless of um, whether you have any body aches and pains or uh, relationship issues or uh, financial issues, do you have joy in your life? Yes. Indeed. There we go. That's the beginning. That's the... You know, it, it becomes so uh, drowned by the human issues uh, at times, but the essential ingredient is joy in your life. When you have that and you let it come out through things like like the voice, like with what Hannibal is doing, or with any of your creations, then suddenly all these things about the human issues seem to kind of go away. There's a large number of Shambhar who've discovered this. So uh, take the joy and keep breathing that in, keep allowing that to expand into every part of your life. And yes, indeed, you said it yourself, you are beginning to see the other side of the coin. Uh, this same energy applies to, to the book project. Uh, the, don't worry about the human specifics, but rather the absolute joy in it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for sticking it out. Hi, Tobias. Um, several years ago, I my first question here actually was about my vision for a different kind of church. Mm -hmm. And you talked with me about how there's going to be a need for um, places for people to come as the old churches fall apart. Um, also talked about how some of my ideas that I was working with were still old, and over the last few years I've hmm. been learning about those. Um, and uh, some of the experiences I've had recently with the group that I work with in Santa Fe have left me, a part of me, feeling like I don't want anything to do with any of that anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and at the same time, there's this huge passion in me about it. And when you spoke of the House of Awakening, there was this huge passion I felt about creating the House of Awakening on Earth. And so what can you t tell me about that? Um, I can tell you that, um, first of all, in the journey that uh, I've participated with with you in, in the last few years, uh, it was uh, it was amazing. Sometimes it was like being a passenger in a crashing car, <laughs> <laughs> and, which was exhilarating, you know, for me. I'm glad you enjoyed it. For you, interesting for you, but uh, indeed, you, you you have you have given yourself the experience of learning a tremendous amount. And there are other times where I was actually amazed by your the profound wisdom that you that you hadn't let yourself bring down into this reality, and now you're starting to open those uh, conduits and, and bring that in. And along with that, as so many Shambhar have learned, and as you have articulated here. Uh, sometimes there is this large disappointment with uh, with people, and uh, sometimes 
the very ones that you are trying to work with are the very ones who turn on you. Uh, the very work that you are trying to do in service to humanity is the very is the very work that they will take and turn into a sword and stab you with. So goes it, uh, mm-hmm. and so you've chosen that journey. That being said, the ones you are working with right now, for the most part, not all, but for the most part, uh, um, how to say, are not the ones you are going to be working with going forward. I get that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The ones that so many of all Shambhur are going to be working with are not the ones right now who have been studying metaphysics for 20 years. Uh, They're not the ones who have been in the churches. These are what we call the newly awakening that don't have the energetic connections with with some of the old religions. Calder and Linda are amazed sometimes, and uh, and I'm amazed they haven't figured out why they're amazed, that... (laughs) In some of these countries, uh, some of these countries that are just now waking up, uh, there is so much more interest in things like Crimson Circle and and other um, new energy metaphysical groups. Uh, But it's because they don't have all the heavy overlays from years of um, church beliefs or um, even many years of New Age beliefs. So they're very, very open. These are the ones that are going to be raising their hand and coming forth and interested in in the work that you have. What you've learned in these last couple of years was the release of structure and the release of um, uh, the methodology. And it was just very difficult and challenging for you because, well, you're a method kind of guy. <laughs> and to break free of that, to have that liberation, uh, at times you were clinging to it for, with dear life. And then at other times it was ripped from you. But you've understood that the spirituality or consciousness work, let's call it, uh, is chaos. Would you not agree that you have learned that? Yes. And, cuss, and cursed <laughs> it at the same time. Yes. But chaos is looking at it from a human perspective, an organized, mental, linear perspective. You have been forced to go around the other side of the coin and learn that chaos is not what it appears to be at all. It is, it is a freedom, it is a myriad of potentials, and it doesn't. This new energy doesn't need structure, and that's been one of your frustrations. You're trying to uh, structuralize new energy, and it defies you every time. It puts you flat on your. <laughs> On your belief systems, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you and and other Shambhur continue to work with with uh, the, this new energy component and having to adapt yourself to the lack of structure or mathematics. It, 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 new energy does not fall into any mathematical formulas on Earth right now, uh, and even I would go so far as to say any. any any mathematical formulas, and that's what makes it so beautiful, and uh, such a um, it is a it, uh, new energy does not ever take; it is always giving, always. And you're used to energy taking; you're still working with that dynamic mm-hmm. that somewhere, whether it shows up through people, or shows up through a computer software, or shows up through a pattern, system, or structure, energy then takes. Uh, mm-hmm. and old energy in particular, it takes something out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may give to an extent, but ultimately it takes. 
So you're all discovering new energy is chaos, and it always gives, and it defies structure, patterns, logic, or um, a sense of uh, uh, ownership on it. Uh, you're, you are learning, albeit sometimes the hard way, that you can become a master of this new energy when you reduce yourself to simplicity, absolute simplicity. And that is difficult to do. So, you're, uh, I would have to say I'm impressed by your progress. And again, hard times <laughs> you've had, but the hard times also have catapulted you into looking at things in a whole new way. Yes. And uh, and even into things like uh, getting fed up with uh, the work you were doing before, and uh, getting fed up with anything and anyone that was trying to. De- overly defined things. Thank you. Thank you. Last question. It's it's 5.33. Are you Short sure? answer. Short answer. Very good. <laughs> Hi, Tobias. I'm excited to uh, utilize this new energy in starting a new extension of my school. It's going to be a Chambre-like extension. And this is where we're going to find the, the seeds of brilliance that come with every child, and we're going to customize their education so that they can um, truly be their authentic selves, so they can um, be creative problem solvers for the future. And I recently connected with um, a lady that is willing to help me build this, and so my first question is, it, would she be a good um, resource for me to, to work with? Uh, I'll say use the... Um uh, use the um, compassionate stepping stone uh, philosophy. It is it is part of a process, uh, but it is it is just a step. Honor that this person is there in your life at that time. This applies to all of you. There are going to be people or or in organizations coming into your lifetime, but unlike in the times past, don't expect they're going to stay around forever. Uh, and understand that. Um, Oh, I'm, not, I'm trying to keep this short. Uh, understand that uh, uh, everyone that you work with, every every process, uh, every, no, not process, but every evolution along the way, is a dimension into itself. And we go into detail in our interdimensional workshop. It has a front door and a back door. Everything except source. Uh, source only has a, a one door. But you're dealing with. Uh, creating a dimension, working with this person or whatever you're doing. It has a front door and a back door. That allows you to flow freely with the energies. And when you apply this to your school, understand that it's part of an evolving process. Okay. My second question is, since I want to be involved with creating the official Chambra Youth Academy, I want to find out um, if there's any um, people that I could be connected with, maybe with the technical expertise that I wouldn't necessarily have to, to build a forum for us to connect, at least from now until that officially gets built, for to support each other or the homeschoolers or the other, other schools that possibly would want to um, just be supported and hear what other people are doing. And so children also can inspire each other. Mm, indeed. Um, this is um, going to be one of uh, Adamus's 
uh, focuses. And at one point he talked about the the um, different uh, areas right now, and he's going to be working with Schomburg and organizing in, into these different areas, and of course education uh, being very important. So um, uh, bear with us a little bit as we go through this uh, evolutionary process, but it is it is forthcoming. We'll collect her information because there are, there's a group that we have Indeed. already waiting for one as soon as we had the free space. And by the way, I want you to make this clear. We can go till 6 o'clock. I am not trying to be the timekeeper. I'm just trying to follow the direction I've been and given. And I'm feeling into the questions that are Would you like to go till 6 o'clock? No, no. <laughs> Two more. <laughs> Caldra is uh, wearing out after that short channel. Okay, I just, okay before. But it's up to you. It's truly your choice. As long as you work it out with Coldra. And uh, so much has already been answered, Tobias, so I thank you for that. And, uh, but I also wonder if there is um, a mechanism to actually facilitate our inspiration and the insights we have on the new earth to even bring them to this plane even faster, smoother, and more completely. Uh, indeed, and that that is perhaps the greatest um, hurdle or, or challenge for all of us right now. Uh, you could say a new earth is um, is a magical place, uh, inspiration flowing uh, at all times. Getting it back into this realm has been the challenge. Now, you'd think that it would be easy, but there are so many... Uh, dynamics that make it uh, that make it rather difficult. That is why when you uh, and all the all of you go off at night, every night you say, "And I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember." But because of the you could say the density of consciousness on Earth, it is it, it seems to be stripped away. You're starting to bring in the seeds, but not necessarily the the memories. And what we are what we are saying here today in this shout is even by remembering that you're carrying these seeds of consciousness with you back to earth and allowing them to flow into human consciousness and earth by making that conscious choice, it begins uh, smoothing that process out. Uh, even discussions like this are, are integral in that. And uh, just the gathering of, of a group of uh, Shamba or enlightened beings when we stay away from the the, the uh, mental philosophy, when we're dealing with some really some pure pure energies, thank you. Could be brief. It would be a really perfect coup if you would do three more questions. Indeed, brief. Okay, but keep your answers brief. Okay. Well, that would take care of the line. Indeed. Hi, Tobias. Mine's easy. I just moved here. What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you choose. <laughs> now, I, I'll, I'll get a little bit more specific. You were you were drawn here somewhat by by the energy of Crimson Circle, uh, but uh, you're drawn here by some um, uh, some new opportunities for you to um, to use your talents in a, in a much better way than you've been doing in the past. These are going to come naturally. You don't need to fret about it. You don't need to. Stand on your head every day, you know, thinking that you have to go through some manipulations. These are going to come into your life. They're going to flow in and you know exactly when they're there. I'll also say that you are 
you are using your intuition uh, and you are really digging deep and just continue to follow that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, namaste, brother. Uh, my question is uh, changes in attitudes and changes in latitudes. Um, uh, I want to know a little bit about the uh, San Andreas. Um, uh, I have people who live in San Diego and uh, outside of Palm Springs in San Diego, there's been about 40 to 60, uh, 3.4 and above quakes. And I'm just wondering if that tide is going to come in. Anytime soon. Indeed, uh, let's uh, say it, it, is, uh, it is a it is a blessing that there is a lot of uh, minor tremors rather than one large one. Uh, Gaia and and humans actually are coming to understand that releasing energy uh, doesn't have to be like the uh, the Big Bang doesn't have to all happen at once. So it's doing it on a on a gradual, steady basis. There's a lot of tension in this area. Uh, both uh, geological and uh, a lot of consciousness tension, uh, but it's being released in a in a in a nice way. So let's let's not um, let's not talk about uh, the drama or a disaster. Let's let's continue breathing and understanding that uh, these tensions are being released in a very um, uh, very wonderful manner. So don't have to unload uh, real estate. Um, <laughs> If you have a really good price on it, uh, perhaps uh, there'd be a buyer here. But uh, no, no need to do that. Thank you. No, thank you. Last question. Hello, Tobias. Um, a long time I was thinking to ask you this question, and we had a lot of talks, I think, because of this. Um, it's about my son. We have a very special relation, I guess. And um, But he has so much fears. I really try to breathe with him, and it's getting worse. Now he begins to react with his skin and everything, and I, I be a standard at home, live with my children, all the, uh, the chambra living and the standard living. Um, but I cannot grab what's, what's about him, yeah. what's with him. I'm going to ask you to do something that's very challenging, and uh, uh, some chambra are definitely going to disagree with this, but uh, it, what, you're absolutely right. There's a tremendous amount of fear and it comes from a few things. First of all, uh, your, this dear one of yours is very sensitive, very, very sensitive to energies all around. But he's primarily sensitive to energies of himself, um, particularly from that he brought in from the past. These are actually haunting him. And uh, any, nearly any of the work that you've been trying to do is going to is not going to. Uh, fulfill this. Uh, there are his own ghosts from the past, and it's causing this tremendous uh, irritation throughout his entire body. It's going to manifest in the skin. It's going to cause some situations with the eyes and um, uh, other other physical manifestations. I would suggest that um, first of all, that you have to back away your energy. It's actually it, it, it making the situation more aggravated. We know that you're doing it out of love, but it is being th this loving energy of yours, this uh, this desire you have, is actually uh, becoming a type of feeding, and it's actually making it more difficult. I'm going to ask you to do the breathing now, mm -hmm. and to be absolutely compassionate with the journey that he's going through. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, now I know. Now I can do better. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Now, that being said, now you know that uh, psychically that these are some of the, the his own ghosts from the past, and he has to deal with them. One of the things that I'm going to suggest here is that an understanding of um, aspectology, but not going to just the, the regular Crimson Circle class, because it would um, it'd be difficult for him to do that. So it could take some one-on-one -on -one work. We're going to ask you to talk to um, Calder and Linda right afterwards uh, about this and how this may be beneficial. But he's basically dealing with his aspects, and right now they're winning. Okay, so, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you, and thank you for, for being here. Yes. Would you like any more? Uh, sweetie, it's quarter to six. I, I have more if you like. Um, let's go for one more. Really? Yes. All right. We should get used to feeling you as Sam. It's an honor for me to have you in my heart. Many of us let go of our jobs to live our passion. Why do we feel so lost and alone? It is time to really serve humanity. Is it time to truly serve humanity? Because on my path, people are not there. What is our next step? I choose to live in my passion. So does prosperity follow is the answer to trust. I'm going to uh, use this as a way of concluding our gathering today. Um, the answer, actually, is to really love yourself mm. and really honor yourself and be with yourself. You're not going to find what you are looking for in other people until you find it in yourself. There is a feeling of being alone, but that feeling of being alone is trying to uh, inspire you to be with yourself. All of There's so much uh, commotion in this. I'm going to boil this all down to one thing. Love thyself. Love who you are. Love being with yourself. Love experiencing yourself. Everything else is, is noise. Thinking about saving humanity thinking about what your, what your passion is and thinking about what you're supposed to do here on earth. And any of the rest of that is absolute noise. It's an absolute distraction because every one of those, those voices and every one of those particles of energy are trying to remind you. You put them there. They're trying to remind you absolutely love yourself unconditionally, without expectation, and with the largest dose of compassion you could imagine. So with that, Chambra, it is time to go back out into the world, <laughs> a world that is going through its tremendous changes. Walk out there with love in your heart, with a deep breath, and knowing that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and so it is. And so it is. Mm.